Here on the Just Plain Filthy Podcast, we use rough language and crap. Like fuck and shit and cunt and other things. Yeah, that's perfect. So no head? Welcome to the Just Plain Filthy Podcast. I'm Casey Campbell. And I'm TJ Vegas. And if you're wondering why there's no lag, it's because we're in the same fucking room. Yeah, we're we're in the same room together because both of us uh, are, are, are vaccinated at least halfway. Um, and we know that both of you, we're both very careful, especially in the times of this crazy pandemic we've been living in yeah uh so we figured it was about time to get back to work and so here we are yeah next time i'm gonna be doing the podcast from inside of somebody else's mouth oh definitely like Mm. it's definitely time for that um (laughs) it's been a while it's been a while (laughs) (laughs) but uh today we have a pretty good episode for you uh Mm -hmm. we're gonna Mm -hmm. dive into wrestling as well as like uh, entertainment. We're talking about what we think is going to go down and what we are hyped for for Sunday's upcoming AEW pay-per-view, Double or Nothing. But we're also going to talk about what are our favorite comedy movies. We don't get Ooh, to talk yeah. about movies too much. Yeah, we don't talk about mu- movies Mostly because well. I haven't seen many of them. Well, yeah. But I've seen a lot of comedy, and this is right up my road, my in my wheelhouse. Roadhouse. 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 Um, so, uh, before we get started, Casey, how have you been? I've been pretty good. I've been, uh, I just got off of working 11 days in a row. Oof. So, yeah, I'm pretty fucking exhausted, but, you know, it's nice to have a day off and do a bunch of shit that I want to do, so. It's been going well, though. Oh, yeah. Besides, like, being at work every day. Besides not having a life, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that. (laughs) Uh, Personally, I've I've been having decent days. Uh, The other day, I had really bad heat exhaustion while I was working. Oh, gross. I knew that the next morning, I was opening. So I was closing one night where I was feeling like death, and I was opening the next night, and it's either... I leave early tonight, and I get time to feel better, and don't screw myself over the next night, or I stick this out, and I feel like death at work, just so I can have something to not be stressed about in the morning. So it was really hard for me. I pulled it off, though, but ever since then, I feel better. I just have pain in my back, which I guess that's just getting older. Yeah, no, it's the same thing with my knees. Yeah, we're both almost 30, and we're yeah. both falling apart. Ew. I told my wife today, she's like, oh, oh, you don't need any Icy Hot. You just need, like, one of that, like, anti-pain cream, that, like, pain reliever cream. I was like, what we need is a bathtub. And she didn't fall right away. And I was like, so I can fill it up with anti-pain cream and just cannonball into that bitch. Yes. <laughs> and we both laughed. But, yeah, I mean... Getting older, yeah, sucks. But life is going as good as it can with the circumstances. Well, of course. Like, we get to do this, and it's one of my favorite things that we get to do, so. Yay! 
I I contribute to positivity. Yes. Um, but as you get older, life sucks. But as time goes by, things seem pretty fucking cool. One of the things that seem pretty fucking cool nice. is the uh, the direction AEW has been going. Uh, we're big wrestling fans here. Exactly. Every style. Uh, like death matches we like. Uh, strong style we like. High flying we like. Technical we like. Women's wrestling we like. Exactly. Everything. If, you, if, it, if it happens in a wrestling ring, it's we like it. That's I mean, hell, we even like some of the bullshit comedy stuff that people seem to be really pissy about. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, as long as it's not fucking zombies in a wrestling ring. Yeah. But who would do that? Like, that that's just too outlandish. Yeah, like, that's not wrestling. That's, that, that's more sports entertainment. Thank God no company would ever think to do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this coming card for uh, Double or Nothing has, like, that perfect amount of everything. The storylines that they've been building have been pretty good. Uh, the styles that are clashing in it, very good. Strong style, heavyweight, high-flying, everything is put into this card. So let, let's just get to it and break it down. I don't know the, uh, I don't know the order of anything, so I'm just gonna check it out. Uh, first match, I'm thinking this is the pre-show match, but, uh, Riho... Rio comes back and she's facing Serena Deeb for oh. the NWA Women's Championship. Oh, hell yeah. I'm, I'm not, not a fan of Rio, but I've been really, really into Serena Deeb since she came back. I have not uh, seen any of Serena Deeb, but I'm a huge fan of Rio, so this will be a fantastic match. JPF Civil War. JPF Civil War, it's <laughs> happening again! Part two, Electric Boogaloo. Part two, fuck. We had a big old civil war over Lizard versus Monkey. Yeah. Um, next one, I'm believing, is going to be the second, well, the first match of the actual card. It is the Casino Battle Royal for a future AEW championship match. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of people in this, so I'm going to go through it, but and people are probably going to have a hard time keeping up with all of this. Well, of course. Uh, Christian Cage versus yeah. Matt Seidel yeah. versus Powerhouse Hobbs yeah. versus Penta El Seo Miedo si. uh, versus Jungle Boy yeah. versus Matt Hardy Wonderful <laughs> versus Mark Quinn versus Isaiah Cassidy yeah. versus The Blade yeah. versus Evil Uno Ooh. Versus Colt Cabana. Yeah. Versus Preston Vance. Yeah. Versus Griff Garrison. Yeah. Versus Brian Pillman. Yeah. Versus Max Caster. Yeah. Versus Anthony Bowens. Yeah. Versus QT Marshall. Woo. Versus Nick Camarado. Yeah. Versus Dustin Rhodes. Damn. Versus Lee Johnston. This is way more people than I expected. <laughs> versus Mystery Guy. Oh, I think it's going to be Mystery Guy. That Mystery Guy is going to be Brian Danielson. Maybe. 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 Because uh, this is the only headline I really have right now. Uh, similar to a couple weeks ago when we said MLW might be working with uh, WWE. Mm-hmm. WWE is trying to put out money and talk to the people who run New Japan. Oh, shit. To uh, get a sort of working relationship with them. I don't know if this is a... Is it to like kind of co-do uh, and New Japan Strong 
for a uh, United States thing. That would be Or strange. if they're actually trying to get some of their stuff for a Japan product. I don't know. But rumor is that a lot of people are thinking they're going to team up with New Japan in order to have Brian Danielson do stuff in New Japan while still being under contract with WWE. See, that would be... That's just shady business. Uh, it really is. Because they, they announced his departure. They moved him to the alumni. They didn't future endeavor him, which I think is weird. No, they're like, well, I hope you have a shitty time with all your future endeavors. No, no, no. It's not that they didn't do that. It's like they didn't put out a statement, I don't think. Uh, they just moved him to the alumni section. Uh, the aluminum section. Yeah, because usually they'll be like, uh, can we come to terms with the release of Daniel Bryan? And I don't remember reading anything like that. I could be wrong. Um, so you're right. You might it might be it might be that. It might be. What I'm hoping, if it is somebody that's debuting and not just like coming back from an injury or something like that, I hope it's El Idolo. Yeah. I hope it's fucking Andrade. That would because be he's facing uh, Kenny Omega for the AAA Mega Championship. That's true. He is so, doing that. It could also help out with the narrative after whatever happens with this three-way that's going to happen on Sunday. But uh, progressing from there, it's going to be Hangman Page versus Brian Cage. Nice. That should be good. That sounds amazing. Drinking a LaCroix. Like LaCroix. a real good um, From there, we have Miro... Or Dante Martin. The match happens tonight, so probably by the time you listen to this podcast, the answer will already be out there. Yeah. But from right now, we don't know. I'm assuming it's going to be Miro. I don't think Dante Martin's going to beat Miro and become the champion. No, no. Not uh, a week after Miro Martin. or Dante versus Lance Archer. So we're going to have Miro and Lance Archer, two fucking bulls, going at it for the TNT title. Damn. Uh, yeah, I, I say Miro's going to take both. Oh, man. I'm almost certain you got the sound of me chugging this LaCroix on there. But... Oh, definitely. <laughs> um, from there, we have Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson versus Anthony Agogo with QT Marshall and Nick Camarado. Um, I, I really hope Anthony Agogo wins this because... This whole thing with Cody Rhodes lately has been just so annoying. And the fact that he recently put out and saying all of his recent promos have been tested in a focus group. Ew. Because it's kind of like, hey, what's going to get the people, the whole like 300 people that are 500, 600 feet away from me going to pop a little bit for? I know key phrases like America and immigrant. Of course. That's going to work. How about don't don't do suck? Yeah, don't fucking. Uh. <laughs> but I mean, Cody Rhodes is the wrestler of this. He's gonna carry the match, so I hope that Nick Gogo act like at least looks good, because having him come in and squash with this big amount of hype behind this match mm-hmm. is gonna be some bullshit. Uh, next up, Hikaru Shida defends. Her woman's title that she has yes. had for over a year over now. Over a year. I just saw that. That's The amazing. longest reigning champion of AEW. That's awesome. And she faces Dr. Britt Baker. 
once Ooh. again. It's going to be love a great some, match. Love me some evil dentist lady. Yeah. Um, and then we're back at it again with some more Sting and Darby Allen. Uh, Sting and Darby <laughs> Allen team up in a tag team match to face off against Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. I'm excited for that. I think they're going to lose. Who's going to lose? They have two teams. Fucking uh, Sting and Darby Allen. Okay. My bad. I, you think I'd be better at this by now in context. <laughs> um, especially in a fucking non-visual medium. Uh, but yeah, they're going to lose. Darby's going to get frustrated with Sting. Fucking old man versus young guy. Mm-hmm. That's what my... That's what some Pornhub accounts probably look like. <laughs> old man and young guy. That's the majority of gay Pornhub, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what also what Herbert's web, web history looks like. Oh, God. Just old man young guy. No. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? <laughs> gotta give... As Excalibur told me, you gotta give the people what they want. This is not what the people want. We mm. all collectively decided that this mm. is not it. What's going on in my pants? Oh my god. It's like six more weeks of winter. Um, then we got the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, defending their tag team titles against the newer team of John Moxley and Ooh. Eddie Kingston. Ooh, let's do it. Yeah, newer team. I'm going to uh, be so happy if Eddie Kingston comes out to the ring wearing their Dior's. Yo, that would be their so good. Their shoes that he stole. And just wrestles this match in those shoes as a fuck you. I love it. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I'm totally about this match. Um, I don't think Mox and Kingston are going to take it. I don't think so either, because Moxley's got the baby like coming like right now. Yeah, yeah. It's like in like two thing. weeks, she's going to pop. Exactly. So, no, they're not going to win. Uh, but it'll be nice to see Eddie Kingston and John Moxley like, team up. That's good shit. Yeah. Um, I think we got two more matches. Yeah, we got two more matches. Um, we have the secondary stadium stampede match. Woo! It is the pinnacle of MJF, Wardlow, Sean Spears, uh, FTR, and yet yeah, fe- with Tully Blanchard facing off against the inner circle of Chris Jericho, Jake Hager. Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz. Oh! And I said this like like a couple weeks ago. I think it's going to be very back and forth and it's going to look like the Inner Circle is going to win. If they don't win, it's simply because Sammy Guevara turned on everybody and is going off as a lone wolf. That would be interesting. Because a lot of the stuff that's been saying back and forth with the storyline has been with the, the pinnacle... And Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara is the one that's been stepping up and running his mouth more. He is the one that threw in the towel and in the uh, Blood and Guts match. That's he is true. the one that has been doing a lot of the spotlight stuff. And he left before, and he was the one that had the whole video thing with him in it. Part of that storyline. Yeah. Storyline comes all full circle. Full S- inner Sammy circle. Sammy Guevara. Yeah, full inner circle. Good one. Yeah. Uh, and he's the one that fucks over the team. Which is going to force uh, Inner Circle to have to disband. Fuck, that actually makes a lot of sense. And it would make sense for Sammy's character. Um, 
I know Jericho's probably gonna be on the bus. Everybody's been saying Jericho's been on his way out for like ever to go tour and shit. Yeah. But like, <laughs> well, I mean, with with shows coming back, you're gonna tour more. Yeah, exactly. So that makes that makes some more sense. I I want Inner Circle to win because they need a win. You can't have exactly. every encounter with fucking Pinnacle going over. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like if anything was to happen. Sammy Guevara is turning on his team, and that's the way that they lose. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And your main event of the evening. Let's go! Three-way match for the AEW Championship. I tried to say title and championship at the same time. It was like champion, title. I don't know. Shide. But it's Orange Cassidy. Yes. Which is ranked number one in AEW. He's got the biggest winning streak. Nice. Uh, versus Pac, which is rated number two. Nice. Versus Kenny Omega. Nice. And Tony Khan said he's excited for this because Pac and Kenny Omega have a history. Orange Cassidy and Pac have a history. And right now they're building the storyline between Orange Cassidy and Kenny Omega. Mm -hmm. So that either way you look at it, this storyline makes sense and it makes it compelling. So I'm really excited for it. Exactly. Uh, I'm excited for that too. All three great competitors. Um, Orange Cassidy's got fucking rockets strapped to his back. Yes. Uh, always. Um, but yeah, I'm 100% about it. Uh, there's no way Kenny's losing though. So I don't see him losing, but I'm just, I'm just really hoping for the fact that if he loses, that Orange Cassidy gets it just so I can have all these fucking Jim Cornette-ass motherfuckers just crying themselves to sleep. Exactly. Just crying in the corner while they watch their wife fuck another man. Favorite thing about Bell Collector Kenny Omega <laughs> is everybody's so fucking pissed at him all the time. Yeah. I know Bill was pissed. He was like, why the fuck did he win this title? Why didn't he lose? And I was like, that's Bell Collector, bro. I'm sorry. Because fuck you, that's why. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, this, I'm, I haven't been hyped for this. Like I've been hyped for everything else. Like I've been hyped for this for a while. As soon as matches starting to get announced, and as it all rounded out, I got even more hyped. And now knowing that I get out earlier enough in the day that I can actually watch it and not have to wake up early in the morning to go to work, yeah. so I can stay up and watch the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I'm gonna be very stoked. I'm excited for this and against all odds for Impact. Because uh, I'll just dive into Impact just for a second because we have like a minute and a half until we get to uh, 20 minutes. But um, Impact is going to have against all odds coming up in June or July. I think it's June. And it's going to be Moose versus Kenny Omega. Nice. And that's a match I've been looking forward to. And New Japan star... Satoshi Kojima is going to be coming in to Impact and facing Joe Doring. And uh, Joe Doring was a former All Japan Pro Wrestling Champion. But Kojima was the first ever person to hold both the All Japan Championship and the New Japan Championship at the same time. Ooh. So there's a little history going back and forth between them. I love that. So uh, that's going to be pretty special. We'll see what else unfolds. I don't know what else is going to be on it, but, uh, yeah. So, with that being said, I think it's time for our first, uh, musical break. Get ready for some swag core. Fuck some, yeah. uh, 
some new beatdown, I guess. Bree Bree Chugga Chugga Trap bullshit. Uh, just recently did a reaction video to this band. It's on our YouTube. You can find it on our link tree and our YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is No Face, No Case. No Face, with No Case. Deadbeat. <laughs>
That band makes me want to get a fucking grill. Let's, uh, let's Ma- fight somebody. Makes me want to break into my grandmother's house and be like, put all the fucking cookies in the bag, bitch. Let's break the law. They make me want to break the law. Yeah. I'm, I'm about Do it. crime. Do crime. <laughs> that was No Face, No Case. A lot of crime with that name. Uh, and there so was the song crime. Deadbeat. As I said, you can find it. The new reaction uh, on our YouTube, along with a new Night in Texas reaction, and a whole lot of other material. I've just been really bored lately, just pumping out material. So you have a lot to watch if you want to support us. Content-wise, yeah. A ton of shit over on our YouTube. <laughs> I'm getting better with the green screen. <laughs> Figured out. <coughs> Ugh. <Damn. laughs> Figured out. I just sound like their feature, just burping. Um, but yeah, but now we're back, and it's time for the second half of it all. It's time to talk, um, about, talk about comedy movies? Yeah. I put out a little survey a couple days ago, and I was like, what should we talk about as far as ranking goes? I said, comedy movies. Pixar animated movies? Did you say commie movies? Commie movies, yes. Commie movies. Comey movies. Comey movies. James Comey? Yeah. There's movies? Joseph Coney. Oh, Coney 2012? Yeah. Um, <laughs> or uh, that was like oh, wrestling stuff, wrestling this, wrestling that. Nobody really gave a fuck about the wrestling. Uh, second runner-up was favorite fast food chains. And first, the winner is... What's your favorite comedy movie? So instead of doing a top 10, which is going to be a lot more strenuous to think about, uh, I'm thinking we can probably do a top five. Yeah, five each, yeah. Yeah, we can elaborate if need be. We can talk about each other's choices and stuff, because I know some of mine aren't normally what someone would expect for my top five. Three of mine are from the same production company, so... But not the the same franchise. But not the same franchise. Good, okay. I have no idea if any of mine are from the same one. I know... Most of them probably aren't. Actually, no, okay. looking at this, I don't think any of them are. It's so, okay. A lot of mine are the same people. Then, but, so, uh, <laughs> you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go first. Um, my number five. I'm gonna say it's Beer Fest. Uh, so good. I fucking love that movie. Oh, so they're all broken lizard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I bet you can guess I'm... which three movies it is. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Beer Fest is great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write down my guesses as you're talking, just so I can be like, <laughs> God, I fucking told you. Alright, yeah, no, but Beer Fest is one of those movies I can put on any time of year, have fun with it. Um, there's just so many bits from that movie that I just fucking love. Uh, the big old drowning in the vat of beer bit, uh, when What's-His-Face is fucking drunk, and he sleeps with that chick. And then he looks all sad and disappointed in himself. And then he looks at Cameron and he's like, I was about it the whole time. And he just keeps going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Such a good movie. Such a good movie. And the ending. The ending is great. Pop fest. Uh, The twin brother, uh, when the one character dies. Oh, Landfill. When Landfill died and his twin brother comes up with a cowboy hat. (laughs) Ah. it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I need to give it a re- It's like re-watch. when emo kids in New Hampshire stop being emo. Yeah. And they come back with a cowboy hat and they're just like, I'm different now. You're like, I'm no, different. No, you're still the same fucking guy. That's just me. That's just <laughs> what I do. You're like, yeah, say anything of my chemical romance your whole entire adolescence. And then you're just like, come back. You're like, you know what? George Strait's pretty fucking good. George Strait is fucking yeah, he's amazing. He's the man. He's the man. Um, 
So your number five is Beer Fest. Beer Fest, yeah. Okay. I wrote down my three choices that I think you're going to use. So we'll see. All right, we'll figure it out. Um, figure my it number out. five, I feel like this is a, like a slept on movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Land of the Lost. Land of the Lost. With Danny McBride and oh. Will Ferrell. Like, oh, they're yeah. in the, like dinosaurs and shit. Yeah, I'm usually not into the uh, the, the like remakes and stuff, but Land of the Lost is pretty good. I One of the scenes in that movie that gets me every single time mm-hmm. is when they're in the cave and this giant like mosquito thing just flies up behind them. And just starts sucking on the blood from the back of his yes, head. Yes. And he's like, I'm feeling a little woozy. You guys okay? And they're all like, oh my god. There's something behind you. It's a giant fucking bug. <laughs> and he's just like, I'm feeling really lightheaded, guys. You night. And he falls back. And then when he falls back, he squishes the bug. that, And then his blood just goes everywhere. Because yeah. <laughs> he killed the bug and made it pop. Yeah, that's kind of that's that's such a weird thing. Yeah, but the, overall the movie's good because it's kind of like that historicalness to it. Oh, so nice. it's not like a hundred percent just like bullshit comedy, stoner comedy, whatever. But then it's Daniel, it's Danny McBride being like the fucking man, like he always is, the loudmouth flexor of all people. Like if you watch down, um, you sign oh, down. Yeah, yeah, I've seen a couple episodes yeah. of it. And uh, so it's like that that character just surrounded by dinosaurs, nice. and then you have Will Ferrell as a fucking doctor. I love it. I it's just so it. good, and I, I not a lot of people talk about that movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, number four. Number four. Uh, my number four is definitely going to be uh, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, it's so good. It's one of my favorite horror movies and one of my favorite comedy movies. Um, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, uh, they did the Cornetto trilogy, as you know, it's a Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, At World's End. Each of them have their own distinct, like, plots, but they all have a similar framework, similar bits, similar shots. Uh, but Shaun of the Dead was the first one in that series, yeah. and I just think it's a really great movie, just simply because the characters are so relatable. Oh, it's so good. Like, all, most horror movies are grim and, like, gritty. But this one had like a charm and humor that you don't see. I was uh, going to put it in, in my modern list, horror. but I wasn't sure if it was considered a comedy or a horror. I mean, it's consider. I would consider it more of a horror comedy. Yeah, so like, I, I just um, I just didn't put it in my list, but it, that would have been it, on there. If it's a straight up, if it's a, a straight up comedy, it would be more like a, a parody of horror. And Charlotte does not not parody. It's it's like its own thing. Yeah, it's but a, it just it's, happens to be funny. Yeah, it's a it's definitely it's definitely horror. Um, it's most people would put it in horror adjacent, but it's got those moments of heart and like genuine scares that that keep it in that genre. But as far as comedies go, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, that that's a great movie. Had I had I thought about it more, that probably would have made my list. But I'm <laughs> not going back on my list because my list is good. Exactly. Um, number four, it's pretty much any of the any of these movies from this series, but mm-hmm. I'll say number three for the sake of it. Austin Powers. Yeah. I really like Yay. all of the Austin Powers movies. Okay. But if I have to choose one, because I'm not going to sit there and put every fucking movie from the franchise as number four. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll say Goldmember. Goldmember's pretty good. It's pretty like, good. Like it has, has enough in it as, like, at the end, uh, Fat Bastard it. loses weight. Exactly, exactly. And he's like, my neck looks like a vagina. Oh, yeah. I try- that's, that's really fun. 
I, I tried to stay away from, like, 90s comedies, because I figured everyone that I would put on my list would be on your list. So. Oh, some of them are 90s, some of them aren't. Um, um, I, lo- I love that movie so much. Uh, the first, Austin Powers, is really good. Second one, I don't remember too much, but what mm-hmm. I do remember, I really liked. Exactly. And third one just has so much quotability and, like, exactly. the songs that they do. And even Beyonce being in the movie was pretty good. That's awesome. Like, the cameos in that one are yeah. just so Solid number notch. four, gold member. Yes, yes. Uh, number three for me is going to be uh, one that I don't think a, a lot of people think is a great movie. Uh, Club Dread. I love Club Dread. Uh I spent many a summer watching this movie on repeat. Two of them are horror comedies. <laughs> Club Dread is so good. It's not, yeah, exactly. I haven't seen it in a while, so it probably hasn't aged. I literally it. watched like two months ago. <laughs> that doesn't hold up. No, it's so good. Oh, nice. <laughs> but I gotta watch it again. It's just like one of my favorite, like. Hey, Penelope. Penelope. <laughs> oh my god. I love it. And just. It's. Just one of it's such an underrated, underrated comedy movie. Uh, the Broken Lizard guys, they know how to construct a bit and not run it into the ground like a lot of spoof movies do. Yes. Some spoof movies go way too overboard with their with their stuff, and this is genuinely well made with the love of the genre. Uh, Club Dread, great movie. Okay, now we're down to the final three. And maybe if we decide to do, like, honorable mentions, there'll be more. Maybe. But top three right now. Okay. Yeah, let's go. So mine is possibly one of the movies that I can quote the most. Yeah. Uh, me and my sister used to watch it when I was younger, so this is a 90s movie. Nice. And just like all the other... Saturday Night Live movies. Oh, yep. Um, I was gonna put this, this is on gonna my be list. this is this is probably one of my favorites. I don't think this is one of the ones that you're thinking of though. Oh. Night at the Roxbury. Night at the Roxbury. Okay, I was gonna say Wayne's World. Ah, uh, no, Shit. I'm not actually that big of a fan of Wayne's World. You're not a big fan of Wayne. Dude. It, it's good, but like I'll watch it and I'm like, okay, I'm good for a couple years. TJ from <laughs> Just Plain Filthy. Is not a. It's not a good. It's not a huge fan of Wayne's World. You know, people would probably see us out in public and be like, "Those two watch Wayne's World." <laughs> You'd probably also be like, "Those two watch Bill and Ted." That's true. Yeah. That's true. Bill and Ted were first. Yeah, um, but Night at the Roxbury is so good, and it it's the one reason why I got to get away with being a like seven year old going around in my household and go, "Did you just touch my ass?" <laughs> did you grab my ass and my mom's like stop saying ass and I'm like it's okay if you did I just wanted to know did you grab my ass <laughs> and I would say all the time and then we uh, me and my sister were going and driving and we were playing uh, What is Love and all yes. these other shows and then I would just do the head nod thing in the car and she's like I swear to god if you break my window somehow I'm gonna be so pissed cause he used to head bang and then the window would break and what the fuck was that I'll just tell dad it was your fault <laughs> Me and my sister know, like, every word to this song. And I still want to see a a nightclub where the outside looks like the inside. And the inside looks like the outside. I love it. But, yeah, that's my number three. What's your number three? My number three is going to be Super Troopers. Um, (sighs) Fucking New England. Uh, New England represent. uh, 
It's one of the first horror movies. Yep. <laughs> it was all correct. <laughs> <laughs> I guessed all three. It said Beer Fest first, Club Dread second, Super Troopers third. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, uh, Super Troopers was one of the first comedy movies I ever saw. It was one of my grandfather's favorite movies. It was always up. It was always on in our house. Uh, one of the most quotable movies for me. Uh, I do the right meow bit literally all the time. Uh, to the point of nauseam. Uh, used to do it in high school a lot more than I do it now. But, like, uh, I still... I'll do it offhand. I won't do the full bit. I'll just be like, get over here right meow. <laughs> like, but, yeah. And you got the fucking... Where the hosing down Farva or yeah. shenanigans. I do the shenanigans bit quite a bit. Um... <laughs> It's just such a quotable fucking movie. And it really is. Like the only good, the only good cops are those cops. <laughs> Even the second one was really good. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I actually haven't seen the second one. Uh, I think I have the second one at home. If I do, yes. I'll, I'll let you borrow it. I would appreciate that. But it's that. probably also on like Hulu or something. Exactly. But the, yeah, the first one was really good. Second first one, one was really good. Not bad for a the sequel. Bit where the guys in the bear costume. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, I did. Super Troopers is one of those movies I don't get tired of watching. Exactly. But it's just not that important to me to have it on my top five. This would probably be like top like. Whatever. Like, in, in my top ten, you would definitely see Super yeah, Troopers. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, for me, number two, it's debatable on whether or not this is a comedy. Oh. Okay. Um, it's more of a family movie. Yeah. It's an animated movie. Yeah. But this is my go-to movie when I'm feeling down and I want to feel better. Yeah. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. I consider that a comedy. Like, all family movies have comedy in them. Like, the, the fucking lineup for the cast oh, of yeah. Bill Hader as Flint Lockwood. Yeah. And Anna Ferris as Jordan Sparks. Nice. Um, then you have Mr. T is in there. You got Mr. Um, T Will in- Forte. Uh, you got you got so many fucking people in there that are so good. I looked up the uh, thing the other day when I was making this list, and I was blown away that I didn't catch all these people. I, I didn't know Mr. T was in. Yeah, he plays the uh, the cross guard. He does. Like the, the police officer. That's like, awesome. My son Cal, my only son. I love him so much. That's awesome. Get back in here, Tia. Sucks I it up. It. I love it. Yeah, and the second one's really good too. But as a I don't want to put multiple movies from the same franchise. Exactly. But I much prefer the first one. Second one holds up beautifully. Uh, I I know so many of the time. I know so many things from this movie, and I've probably watched it like close to a hundred times now. Hell yeah. Which is funny because I've watched it more as a vegan, <laughs> and I'm like I can't relate to being excited to like having pizza and meatballs and shit fall from the sky anymore. But like. <laughs> Could make vegan pretty, food pretty for this guy. Yeah, There's a whole pretend. lot of cheat codes and that fucking flip sibnifer. Just pretend, just pretend, man. <laughs> some sky beef. Some sky, some sky impossible produce. Do it up. Episode one hundred and four. Sky, sky beef. beef. Love it. <laughs> okay, what? Uh, number two. My number two is the most quotable comedy movie of all time. Uh, Anchorman. Uh. We've quoted Anchorman 400... Wait a minute. Did did you do your number two? Mm. And I said... We were on number three, right? 
No, we did, I just did Clive with a Chance of Meatballs. That was my number two. Oh, fuck. So this is your number one. This is my number one? Well, damn. Uh, <laughs> I miscounted. Fuck. <laughs> my bad. Uh, my number one was going to be Waiting. Waiting is uh, Clerks, but for people that work in restaurants. Uh, and I love Clerks, too. Clerks, Lava, but like that's on everybody's fucking list. Yeah. And I don't think this uh. one... You can throw out the other ones afterwards for the honorable mentions. Exactly, exactly. But uh, waiting. I don't think this one gets near enough credit. It's got, like, Justin Long, Ryan Reynolds, Andy Anna Faris. Andy Milanakis is in it. Uh, it's the most accurate movie uh, about the service industry that I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> like, if, you, if you've never worked in a restaurant, watch that movie. That is what working in a restaurant is like. Oof. Is one hundred percent realistic. I'm not like fucking around and like it's hyperbole. No, it's the most realistic movie about working in a restaurant. I just like the whole thing. It's like, hey, come over to the freezer. <laughs> and you get in the freezer, like, oh, it's the goat. It's, it's the, the goat. goat. You're gonna goat see it. You about, sick son of a bitch. That's about <laughs> the most exaggerated it gets. Um. <laughs> That's the only thing in that movie that's... We're not fucking flashing each other's genitalia, but, like, we're, like, ooh, behind you. Like, It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Every, everybody <laughs> in the restaurant industry is just a little close to each other. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, nah, that's uh, it's one of those things. I used to work in a kitchen where one of the cooks, uh, he was poppy, and he would walk around and he'd slap people's ass with a towel. Did it to me. I shouted, Hey, puppy! And, uh, he loved it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're out there, miss you, puppy. Hey, <laughs> <I>, puppy. <laughs> um, and my, my number one is Grandma's Boy. Of course. I love Grandma's, Grandma's Boy. Grandma's Boy is the default movie. If me and my wife ever want something to watch and we can't make our minds up of what we want to watch, we say, fuck it, we're watching Grandma's Boy again. Yes. Um, the Such lineup for this movie is so good. Linda Cardinelli. Uh, Card- yeah. Cardellini. Yeah, that's how you say yeah. her last name. Uh, she she plays a great job being Samantha. Um, Alex Cover and Peter Dante, who are in fucking every, like, Adam Sandler movie. But, like, they, their roles in this, as Alex, he's such a great character. And Dante, the drug dealer. Yes. He's like, oh, you, you caught me at a good time. I was just putting up my Christmas tree. Oh, but it's it. July. And you're naked. Oh, shit. I am oh, naked. God. Come on in. <laughs> Nick Swartzen is in this movie. Uh, so Jonah great. Hill. Kevin Nealon. David Spade. Rob Schneider. Like, bro. What a fucking line. And then you got Doris Roberts and Shirley Jones in there, too. Yeah. This movie is just so good. Uh, I can go on and on forever about this movie, but what were, what were some of the ones that... You wanted to include in the list, but... Um, well, number two, Anchorman. Anchorman is hands down. If I didn't tailor my list to be, uh, comedy movies that are my favorites, personally, Anchorman is definitely up there. Whenever we do these top ten, or top five, top ten lists, um, I try to go for things that are not on everybody's list. Yeah. Um, just so it's not... Try to make it unique to you. Yeah, unique to me. So, like... Uh, Anchorman is definitely one of those movies that has to be on this list, um, mainly because, or 
one that I wanted to put on this list, even though it's on everybody's fucking list, mainly because I just quote it so goddamn much. Um, constantly walking around talking about I love lamp and fucking I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I hit him with a burrito. Brick's got a trident. <laughs> I got him right in the heart. <laughs> I don't know what we're yelling about. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's uh, one of the most quotable movies of all time. Uh, obviously, any, anything in a view is universe. I love Kevin Smith. He's one of my favorite directors. Um, but those movies, I tried to avoid the 90s simply because I didn't know what you were going to put on your list. I didn't want it to be all the same. Uh, but yeah, and Grandma's Boy. Grandma's, uh, Grandma's Boy is one of my favorites. Uh, I got three... Honorable mentions because yeah. I could I wanted to choose them all but they're all very interchangeable yeah and I was like fuck it I'll just have them later on uh, Happy Gilmore yeah it's one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies uh, Pineapple Express oh Pineapple Express I don't think it gets the love that it deserves no no it doesn't I think people are thinking like yo you got James Franco and uh, Seth Rogen every movie that they do is the same movie no. This is this is but different. It's a, it's a good movie, and specifically, Scary Movie Two. Ooh, yes. It's the one I like the most. Uh, there's just so much about that particular movie. Like Shorty gets rolled up by a marijuana plant. Oh, I love it. And smoked because he gets struck by lightning. I love it. They trade they tr- fucking trade him for chips. <laughs> yeah, and then like the ghost that he has to like put the bag over his over its head to fuck it. Yeah, it's pretty funny, and yeah, even like Tim Curry being like the the Lord of the Manor. <laughs> yes, put on these football pants and yeah. his jersey and his helmet. <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah, it's fucking great. Oh man, I I'm, I have an idea for the next one if we can manage to score a third person for the podcast. Yes, Should I want to do top. I want to do top. Top ten or top five? Top probably top ten and just make it the whole fucking episode. Yeah. Um, top ten animated movies. Ooh, that would be very good. Yeah. Um, I don't think we can do it next episode though because next episode we. Oh yeah, we have a guest. guest. Yes. We um, do. we're gonna be having big one. Um, couple of New Hampshire boys, New Hampshire based emo band. Um, they just released a single not too long ago. They're going to be in the studio with us to discuss that, uh, their history, how they all came together, uh, projects they were in before. It's going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun time. I'm going to meet a lot of them for the first time. You're going to meet a lot of them for the first time. Well, by a lot of them, I mean like probably like two. Probably like two of them, yeah. Just everybody that's not Burge. <laughs> it's going to be like eight, nine years since I've hung out with Burge. That's true. It's going to be a reunion of sorts. Yeah. Love it. Love to see it. Siren Agency reunion. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Devin's gonna be pissed he missed this one like, oh yeah they did an exclusive uh, song for the podcast exclusive. So, so Drift came back and they did an acoustic set oh that'd be funny <laughs> but uh yeah with that we got a one more band for you and uh so yeah well we'll just surprise you with this motherfucker right there good night motherfuckers Let me tell you about my dreams.
Yeah!